Hey guys, if you want to support Tights and Fights, one of the bestest, bestest, bestest things you can do is go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and a good review, like this one from CPT Awesome Plan that reads, It's a new podcast! Yes, it is! Ah, podcast listeners, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your new favorite wrestling podcast and feel the power. You can do that in your own words. On an internet near you. Thank you. Tights and Fights Podcast is the perfect wrestling podcast. There's a guy named Hal and there's Daniel. And this guy, Mike Eagle, is there as well. Tights and Fights Podcast. Tights and To fights, wrestling podcast, wrestling podcast. This guy's boring. Sorry. What song was that? That's Bobby Roode. Ugh. Fights and fights, wrestling podcast, wrestling podcast, talking about wrestling. That's there you go. Work, there it is. Though. Thank you. Yeah, good work. There we go. I mean, it's not. He's boring. The character. It's just. I don't like to, him. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Welcome to Tights and Fights, the show that discusses wrestling with sincerity and hilarity that it deserves. I'm the leader of the. Train, how lovely! I know I ain't the only one. <laughs> I'm joined today by my fellow members of the Nation of Conversation, the top one percent of the top one percent of rapping talent, Mike Eagle. Ha Fractions. And the Lindsay Dorado, Lindsay oh, Kelly. Oh, oh, I knew good. it. I saw it in the Facebook group, and I knew he was going to do it, and I will accept it. Wow. Are these names still coming from the Facebook group? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Someone oh, just no. made it. Made a. Did somebody say that in the. Somebody made a comment on the Facebook group. It's sounding like Lindsay Dorado, and I was like, Julian's going to have this, and. Then would you believe it? He came up with it all on his own. <laughs> burn it. Burn the footage. Burn the footage. It's been used. Now I don't sound nearly as smart. <laughs> Last Sunday was WWE's first regular cross-branded pay-per-view backlash. A Is show that a sexual that... orientation? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. <laughs> it's cross-brand. It's cross-curious. Mm-hmm. It's not sure whether what. First of all, hold on. This commercial for the fucking cross-branded pay-per-view oh. that's supposed to sell me on the fact. The one that they did here in the studio? Listen, <laughs> yeah, and they did it right here in this yeah. studio. <laughs> the recording studio with no ceiling. <laughs> it's just, it's such trash. Not, I, I mean, look, if you're gonna, if you wanna sell me the, the skeptic of brand splits on the brand split, Keep the pay-per-view separate. They each get a month. That's how it works. That's how it should have yeah. worked. Build your sure. roster. Take two months to tell your storylines. Yeah. Have the big four be the crossovers. Now they're telling us the best of the best. So that means if if somebody's not, if Baron Corbin is not or-, or We'll never see him again. We'll no. never see him again. <laughs> we'll see him you, again. you know what? How do I <laughs> say goodbye? Let's honor all of the wrestlers we're going to lose in 2018. Oh, my God. What we hate. The good time. Farewell, Brizango. Hmm. Pour one out for Kofi Kingston. <laughs> Bye, Sin Cara. And I'll take... Sorry, Becky. Liz Morgan, we barely knew you. Goodbye. (laughs) Oh, uh, the internet was giving it fun names like Backtrash and Whacklash, the worst pay-per-view this side of Fastlane. I watched it, and then I thought, 
maybe I should stop watching wrestling altogether. I've been, I've been. Having maybe that it's time to stop. Lately. I've been having that conversation with myself lately. Wow. Uh, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm getting very prepared for Hogan to come back. Right. And yeah. I might not watch any more wrestling after he comes back if he doesn't make a formal apology to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> in writing. <laughs> me. Delivered in person look, to no, your well, house. Could, it could be on television. Just look oh, at the no, camera and say my it. name. That's all. Uh, That's what needs to happen. I'm going to do it. You know, like when they, when they read all of the victims on the air, yeah. it should just be a list of every person of color yes. in the world yep. and his yeah, apology to them. Yeah, I got three hours. Yeah, exactly. It's not like they're short of time. They've got a whole network. Make it a network special. That's okay. I'm I'm there (laughs) Make it it a network special. Yeah. Maybe he could start now, and then it'll be done by Mania next year. And maybe dies, like, in the middle of it. That's a thing, too. That's prime time. If it happens, it happens. Appointment viewing. Get a camera on that man. Yeah. The main event of the show was Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. A noticeable number of people walked out on this match, and the crowd once again booed Roman throughout. Also, a lot of it was a chin lock. Mm. Yeah. I feel like Joe was purposefully like, oh, you wanted a wrestling match? Mm. I'm going to be the ultimate heel and give you the exact opposite of what you want, which I get, yeah. I understand the choice. I just, it didn't seem to connect with the crowd, and I wasn't as into No, it made for a very, it made for uncomfortable viewing, because it was one thing to say, eh, I didn't love the match, but to watch the crowd react that way was really not fun to watch. It's one like I was talking to Julian before this. Like it's one thing for the internet to be like, I didn't like it. I didn't get my favorite. I don't like Roman. We all do that. That's who we are. We're those people. That's fine. That's what we but sound to, like on the internet. Yeah, that's what we all sound like on the internet. <laughs> don't we? Mm-hmm. Um it's just in my head. But to watch people in real time who have paid money to be there to react like that and it not be mania or in Chicago. I was where just were, like, oh, they? Well, they were Newark. In Newark. Yeah, yes, so it was a smart yes. crowd, but it's like, wowzers, they're walking out, they're like chanting, it was like, well, it was like let's beat traffic or something you could hear at wow, one point. What a and good chant. Yeah, it was smart. I was like, you you people are wise and you'll get home just in time. Good, That's well great. done. That was rough. It made it, it made it way worse than the match actually was, I think, but it was hard to watch. Well, the match has no stakes whatsoever. No. They're on different shows. No matter who wins, it doesn't. It makes no difference for anybody's storyline moving forward. The, the I, only go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. If you have something, if you have something. Well, I was just going to say that I do think that the decision to have Reigns go over Samoa Joe was what bothered me about the match. The chin locks didn't mm-hmm. bother me as like I know it, it didn't make for an exciting match, and you know the crowd did what they did. But what bothered me was that they had Reigns go over. Yeah. Because I don't fucking understand that at all. Like, no. You just had Brock brutalize this guy for the last couple of outings. And Samoa Joe, who is, I mean, the crowd is behind him. And that's not that you need to make him a babyface, but he looks like a contender. So why would you have him, yeah, have him win? Yeah, have him win. Who the whole world is booing. Win. I don't get it. You have yeah. him win. You have him go back to SmackDown and be like, I we, just beat Roman yes. Reigns. Give me the goddamn belt. Exactly. And then you have Roman lose and go back and be on a losing streak. It, it, yes. And a redemption tour. Like, yes. is that not... Is not not easier. I don't like to be that person. Give it's like book. this is how I would book it, but Give that's how I book. would have done it. If uh, I'd have done it, that's how I would have done it. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> I'm gonna guess if you had done it, <laughs> if I had done that it. you would have probably put the WWE Championship match between AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura on last. The only World Championship on the card. Yeah, this is the third meeting between these guys. The second one without a definitive real finish to it. 
That's the only thing that makes it a tougher decision for me to put it on last because I agree the title I think the title should go last because I think the title should be the most important thing and the title is more important than you being in love with Roman Reigns Vincent um, <laughs> but at the same time if you had and again it's the crowd so who knows but I think if you had done that match with that finish and then wrapped up and be like let's all go home now folks there could have been riots man yeah I do I do think that there would have been a danger of putting the championship match after that match because you don't know if the crowd recovers especially yeah. if Reigns goes over right you just you might be inviting them to shit on the next match and then you end it with a double ball kick you have two of the greatest wrestlers on the planet having yeah. a really good match yeah. and probably their best match out of the series I would have said and then it's like, guess what, you guys? And I love the ball kicking and the punching, but I'm like, maybe it didn't need to be the finish? I guess this is leading probably to a last man standing match or something like that. Yeah. It seems odd to do like regular match, gimmick match. Oh, we need more gimmicks. Like they don't they don't need it. No. I, I also wonder if we've already seen the best version of these two guys fighting and it didn't happen in WWE. And no matter how many how much time you give them. You're not going to get there, so it's better to separate them and maybe bring them back together later. Because it, I, to me, and maybe it's just me, it feels a little stale at this point. Like I don't. I enjoyed the match. I thought this was a good match. It, it was, but it was a I good match. just want Nakamura to get the belt now. Please, mm. I'd like that. I'd like that. I don't think AJ needs the belt. I don't think it would hurt him to lose it to Nakamura. And then I would like to see Nakamura, heel Nakamura with his mouth guard in, running around with a belt. Him and Jeff Hardy together would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Ooh, why wouldn't I? I don't know, but I don't want to see that. Because you know what you're going to get from Jeff Hardy? Uh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the Jenkos. I think if you just got rid of the Jenkos, man, I'd, I'd be, I'd just be there for Jeff Hardy more. We've discussed this. I know, but it, I, I, just, I was just trying to quickly think of why right. I didn't want to see that match. And, <laughs> and, and it just Jenkos flew across my brain. That was it. Yeah. And I think that's that's the reason. Mine's like mostly the crotch dancing. Mm. I find yeah. that mildly uncomfortable at this point. I'm All like, right. sit down. You've got kids. Yeah, he's like 45 or yeah. something. Man. You can't. Like, there's can't no wait. need to point at it. It's not a Cialis commercial. Yeah, he looks like the human version of those skanking stickers, like he the does. little stick man skanking. <laughs> that's sort of who he is. Uh, let's take a look at both of the women's title matches. Naya retained her championship against Alexa Bliss. Then this happened. Ugh. God, <laughs> everyone who's been bullied. For anyone who's being bullied in school, at work, or on social media, you're not alone. So you, you be who you are. Be a star. And remember, in the end, a bully always gets their ass kicked. It was bad. It was bad. I like Nia Jax. I love Nia Jax. I don't know her as a person, but I'm sure she's very nice. This is a judgment only of the character and what I see on screen. Mm -hmm. So to be clear about that. Oh, no. Please stop. Please stop. Uh, writers making her give promos that she doesn't need to give. She can do all her talking between the ropes. And, and that's fine. When the bell rings and then when the bell rings the other time and then... She goes. It's bad. It's not an after school a, special. I don't yeah. need to hear it. Like I didn't need to hear it. It felt un uncomfortable and awkward and tacked on, and I don't get it. And I, I've hated the storyline from the start. It's you don't need to tell an anti-bullying storyline. You need to just not have a bullying storyline. <laughs> There's a great anti-bullying storyline for you. Don't have bullying. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You couldn't think of anything better to do with those two. Seriously? Come on. 
Uh, I don't know. I, I I'm not I'm not anti-bullying as a heel tactic as long as they get their comeuppance because that's what's supposed to happen. Right. Um, but yeah, at this point, the statement's been made. The win has happened, and all that extra ass talking, man. Like baby faces can sometimes be cool and quiet. And I don't think I think that Vince doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he thinks that everybody has to smile too much. Finn Balor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bless him. That thing of they won't understand. They won't get it. <laughs> Uh, Carmella pins Charlotte in her first title defense. I'll tell you what, oh. I like it. I almost put over this moment in the match of Carmella choking Charlotte out with the ropes, and the ref counts to four, and then she breaks it, and Carmella goes, "But not five. Like her, <laughs> that's that was my favorite. I know the rules moment. I do. I like the yelling. I'm into the to the yelling and screaming. Yeah. I think it it brings a certain sense of urgency to the match. I didn't like the clean win though. Wasn't, no? I wasn't there for the clean win. Because this is one of those things that lets me know that they don't fucking think of any of this shit before that week. But she was hurt. It wasn't like Charlotte at full strength was beaten by Carmella at first. Well, she had to be hurt. She had to be hobbled to lose. I guess. I just feel like, I mean, I, I it makes me think of Asuka, right? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and mm-hmm. you had Charlotte beat this unbeatable force, and now fucking Carmella can beat her? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I... Uh, it's it's just like one of those reminders that there's no forethought, right? You know. Yeah, it's like they would have to do to make it work. They'd have to do what they should have been doing with Reigns, which is now you have to have Charlotte keep losing mm-hmm. and be like, oh, you had this epic win, and now suddenly it's like, oh, you peaked, and now you're on the way down, and now you need to. But then she didn't. She just went straight back to SmackDown. Then like, you turn her heel. Now I'm winning again. And it's like, oh no. Looking forward to the next pay-per-view. Roman Reigns was part of a triple threat match between Finn Balor and Sami Zayn for inclusion in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, Finn gets the win, goes on, makes sense. Yeah, I liked it. I liked the match. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I loved when Sammy and Finn yeah. teamed up to beat that Roman and they were following him through the, the crowd. Part, and I was yeah. like, this is the greatest moment of all of wrestling this week. Yeah. Um, and it made me really, 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 really happy. And then Roman didn't win, which made me pretty happy. Mm-hmm. And Finn did win. And it was like, oh, I don't actually care which one of them wins as long as it's not Roman. So I'm going to get, I'm going to get a happy here. And I did. It was nice. I liked it. How long do you think a Jinder Mahal Roman Reigns feud can last? <laughs> One match? What look? That was like hey, what? Um, what is going on? <laughs> what is <laughs> what is what is happening? For context, Mike it's, just sat up. Uh, yeah. Is is do they believe that uh, people will cheer Roman if they have him positioned against Jinder? Is that the thought guiding this? Is no. that the thought? Maybe because that's very misguided. Yeah. And I think they're getting dangerously close to the to the uh the no reaction. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're flirting especially with those two. Yeah. Because Jinder hasn't done anything to earn hardcore fan support at all. So what do they think is gonna happen in these I matches? Know. I do think for Roman, I understand quote unquote creatively, you want you can't put him in the top match all the time. So no. you have to pull him back for a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. Slaps, but quote, maybe, unquote, he cool maybe he goes away for a second. Maybe he goes away for a second. You gotta keep him around. Why? Why is this? <laughs> so you can sell shirts and make money. <laughs> Who the fuck wants it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Who is into this version of Roman Reigns? Do you think that there's a town in Africa where a bunch of people are right now with t-shirts <laughs> that say Roman Reigns Universal I hope Champion? So. I hope so. But I did know it's when he was cutting his promo and he was 
Like, oh, like you're all going to learn. But then when he's like, oh, you, you want to go? You want to ask people? You want to ask Samoa Joe about what happens when you get through me? You want to ask Brock Lesnar? You want to ask Paul Heyman? I'm like, no, don't remind people of that. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, do, do you want me to remind you what Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar will say about you? I will say it's that. It's nothing good. To completely contradict everything I've said right now, okay. I did very much enjoy that promo because it felt very believable to me and not like Vince McMahon scripting a babyface promo for somebody, but it felt like if you went into uh, the locker room before a basketball game and asked LeBron what he mm-hmm. was going to do to Toronto or something, you know what I mean? It just felt mm-hmm. real genuine. Yeah. And I was like, okay. It was just founded on lies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you asked what I did to Brock Lesnar. I was like, lose a bunch of times? <laughs> a lab- bunch of them? Just keep losing? Yeah. 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 I was uh, like, oh, you're a concern. Braun Strowman earned his way into the match by beating Kevin Owens, and that's not really the story. The story is Kevin Owens and Sami yes. Zayn, who the previous night weren't exactly on the same page. There was some slapping. There was some slapping. Running away. There was some really good slapping. Yeah. Uh, do you think, is it time to break them up? I feel no, like they haven't hit their I peak I like yet. this. I feel like, I feel like this is peak them it's like the bickery slappy brothers who have known and been friends their whole life you know they feel like brothers where it's like they can slap each other around the face and be like dude you let me get beat up and it's like yeah well what do we do today like they it's obviously on the cusp of it and it's foreshadowing what's gonna happen but i actually if they can keep this balance where they do keep occasionally just shafting each other and letting each other get beaten <laughs> or slapped or beaten around and then also beating and slapping at each other. Yeah. I'm super into it. It feels super fun and fresh. It's a different angle. I don't want them to rush straight into the end of the Festival of Friendship Part 2. All right. I um, agree. I, I, I do like this version of them that's fighty, lovey. I mean, it feels it. real. Yeah. SmackDown full of people winning their way into the men's money in the bank. Miz beat Jeff Hardy and Rusev beat Daniel Bryan. Uh, Rusev winning the briefcase would be cool, but how big of a boost is it for Rusev to go over someone like Daniel Bryan? It scares me. It scares you? <laughs> Why? I, well, just the thought of of Daniel Bryan losing a match on free television doesn't make any sense to me as a wrestling fan, but hey, I don't know where there's shenanigans. Did, did, did no, no, really. no. Clean? Yeah. Straight up. What? Clean as a whistle. World. I can't imagine. Well, I was, was kind of like, I don't want Daniel Bryan in the Money in the Bank match because oh, I don't I get, want him to die. I get right. that. But again, it's like, I know I have to stop thinking of that while I'm watching him because that, that won't work. Um, and I would love to see Rusev with the briefcase. I think he'll be fun. You could bring Lana back. I mean, I love Aiden, but have Aiden English and Lana. And I have Lana have carry the briefcase around and have all three of them. Like with um, when Dolph had AJ and Big E, like have that little fun they gang. they got to give him the briefcase. Oh yeah, God, it would be yeah. super fun. He has to like... Print Rusev Day on the briefcase. Oh, so in the, good. In the striped, striped T-shirt format. <laughs> I mean, I like, I love that idea. I really want Miz to have the briefcase again. It'd be great for Miz if Miz could win a big championship, kind of straight up at this point. You know what I mean? Like, kind of, you know, yeah. use that figure for it. And have somebody tap out. And I liked how he won his match against Jeff Hardy. I was like, that was a really great sneaky win, but it was a clean win. How good was the match between Miz and Seth Rollins for the IC title since we're on topic? And how great of a job is Seth Rollins doing of making the IC title feel like a premier championship just by how intensely he fights for it? Bless that baby boy. When he held it up and was like, oh, I want to make this the only championship that matters on Raw. Like, firstly, it is the only championship on Raw. So don't worry too much. But secondly, you sweet baby. You you were trying so hard. 
I think that the uh, the booking people are doing a very good job of having somebody that's popular and, and, and hot and over with the fans and letting him win a lot of matches in a row. Imagine. Mm-hmm. I th- like, you know Fucking what I mean? Crazy. It's like these old tried and true yep. uh, <laughs> booking strategies, man. God, let's hope they don't go to his hometown anytime soon. Oh, my yeah. God. Steer clear of wherever <laughs> it is. Davenport, Iowa. Davenport, <laughs> Iowa. Davenport. Guys, steer clear of the Quad Cities. Oh Everybody steer God. clear. No Moline, no Rock Island. <laughs> no, stay out. Anyway, oh, uh, the women will have their own money in the bank match for the second straight year. And no James Ellsworth, so we've got a chance of a clean finish. <laughs> we know that Ember Moon. I don't like her uh, her her presentation at all. Like zero. I don't I don't I don't get it. It looks it looks thrown together and it looks like it's from TNA or something. When she <laughs> gives an interview, it's like when you see somebody dressed up as like God of War at Comic-Con and like a perfect immaculate and then they're interviewed and there's no character to their interview. They're like, yeah, so I work at Staples and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, God of War doesn't sound like yeah. that. God of War is evil and blah, 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 blah or a good guy or whatever it is in that game. I know there's a new one out. It doesn't matter. Fine. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoys it. I uh, see her do a bunch yeah. of stuff on Up, Up, Down, Down, and she is a sweetheart. And I think yeah. that's hampering her. I think I, I, she needs some acting classes and I, 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 to figure that out. I think that it might be the other direction where you just turn the gimmick down and right. just mm-hmm. let, it, let her be a person. Yeah. I feel like that is more suited to like the landscape that they have currently going than her half an outfit and bright red eyes. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that original NXT thing where they were like, maybe she's a werewolf. And then they just never carried it through. (laughs) That'd be a great teaser. Maybe Maybe she's she's a werewolf. werewolf. Yeah. They they never carried it through. You know what I mean? They were like, yeah, she is. And then they were like, oh, I should not know. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Did she know? Maybe ask her. When did Pee Wee Herman join the WWE? Oh, he's been in it for a while. (laughs) Maybe she's a werewolf. (laughs) Maybe she's a werewolf. If you've got any thoughts on everything we've talked about so far, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tights fights and at tights fights on Twitter and Instagram. We've got even more things to dive into from the week in wrestling. That's up next on Tights and Fights. I'm Allegra Ringo. And I'm Renee Colbert. And we host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? Renee, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Uh, I wish that you would. In turn, though, can I tell you about a dog hero? May I tell you about a dog breed in a segment I like to call Mutt Minute? (laughs) I would love that. Could we maybe talk about some dog tech? Could we have some cool guests on, like Lin-Manuel Miranda, Nicole Byer, and Ann Wheaton? I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. You're on board. What do you say we uh, we do all of this and put it into a podcast? Yeah, okay. You think? Perfect. Uh, should we call it like I don't know? Can I pet your dog? Sure. All right. Uh, what do you What do you say we put it on every Tuesday on Maximum Fun or on iTunes? Sounds good to me. <laughs> Meeting's over. Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Loveland. I'm joined in the booth by Michael Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. All right, let's talk about NXT. Bianca Belair took on Candice LeRae in one of Belair's first televised matches in NXT. We know that Danielle loves Bianca. Uh, Bianca. Why did I say Blanca? Did I say Blanca? I feel like I'm having a fucking stroke. Don't have a stroke. <laughs> I might be. 
Well, don't Do you poop guys... yourself. Yeah, it's a small room. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's a small enclosed room. You know, WWE, room. they booked this for later. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> keep it clean in here. We know Danielle loves Bianca, but what do you guys think of her whip, ponytail, and all? I really like her. She's she's really, really good. She is coming on because, like, she was green in the May Young Classic. She was really green. She's just super strong, but it's like that's not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like she's come on in leaps and bounds. I think putting her with Candice was a really good idea because she's such a veteran. My issue with the match was that the match was used to further the Johnny Gargano oh, storyline no. right. and not allow Candice LeRae and Bianca Bella to really have the match. It was all like, oh, Candice is so preoccupied. I'm like, no, Candice is a badass professional. Candice would be like, I'm going to work now and uh, I will deal with all of this stuff afterwards. But it was like, oh, just she's just walking around in the corner looking sad and right. uncomfortable. And it took away from Bianca's win, too. Because it's like, oh, she only won because Candace is so distracted. This is a really long ponytail. It's a really it long is. ponytail. It's, just, it's, it's the long est, because right? that's a thing. She's the est. Yeah. yeah oh, it took me a est? minute. She calls herself the est of NXT because she's the strongest and the best est. And <sighs> it's, it t- that took me a minute because that's that's trying really hard. Yeah, I don't think that's, that's a good a idea. a little bit too much. They have to uh, that. That's a she lot should come out. If Hogan returns, she should come out and go, you're a racist. <laughs> That is acceptable <laughs> as an apology, maybe. <laughs> yeah, if, I mean, whip that him can with her be. Hair yes. until that he turns be, to dust. Oh that can God. be part of the special. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, no, I I like the match. I like her. I didn't like the storytelling of the match, um, but I think she's good. I'm really excited to see her develop and grow. I think they could have a real star on their hands. She deadlifted Candice LeRae above her head. Yeah. Wow. Uh, as we record this. Heavy Machinery and the War Raiders are set to have a tag team mm-hmm. match. The mm-hmm. Raiders used to be known as War Machine. <laughs> that sounds like one of those tag teams is a washer and or dryer. They actually are a combo, two of them. That's what, okay. Heavy Machinery puts out the War Raiders, which is a series of uh, stackables. <laughs> and they're great. They're eco-friendly. They're very, they use low energy, but they dry in less than 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's on high. The War Raiders are better known as War Machine, and they've appeared all over the world. Have either of you ever gotten to see them at PWG or any other event? I, I have. I've, I've seen, seen them, them at PWG. On, I haven't seen them on PWG. I saw them on like a couple Ring of Honor TV shows. <laughs> yeah, I, they're, they're good. They're great. I'm pissed that they changed their name. And I feel like they only changed their name because that stupid Pete Rosenberg thing where he thought War Machine was one person. And then all of wrestling Twitter had to... Take him to pieces. I would, and then they changed his net, changed the name anyway. But I would think that they changed it because they have another tag team named Heavy Machinery already. But they're terrible. Yeah, they probably were there. Well, Machine though. is so much better than Heavy Machinery. It could have been the Battle of the Machines. It could have been Giant Machine and Andre Machine, Pacific and... Rim Battle Royale. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, Let's get back to Raw for a second. Uh, this is going to be divisive. I'll tell you right now. Here's a clip of the sit-down interview with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby, thank you so much for sitting down here with me. I really appreciate you taking the time today. One second. Before we leave, if you don't mind if I do one thing. Sure. I just want to say hello to my sisters. Kathy, Jessica, Francis, I love you. (laughs) Whoa, Julian. It's so creepy. Coming in hot. It's so creepy. Jeez. It's creepy. I'll tell you what. I learned more about Bobby Lashley in... 90 seconds to two minutes than I did in several years of his last WWE run. I, and, I agree. And all this run so far. I'm tell, for it. I, I want I, more. I, I won't go as far as to say I'm for exactly what I saw on that show. Right. But I was very loudly in my home by myself lamenting 
the fact that Bobby Lashley had gone through all the trouble of growing a personality for the last 10 mm-hmm. years and had zero opportunity to show it so far in WWE. So I was happy that he's he got to talk a lot. I do think, quite obviously, the character needs some focus. Sure. And I don't know what's going on with his eyebrows and it bothers me. I don't know what's going on with his sisters and that bothers me. Mm. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> I like him, and I want to know more about him. I would like him to take off the headband. Uh, Maybe he's got more eyebrows under there. True. True. <laughs> he's, like, have, he's hiding something. Might There's have four secrets to six under there. Eyebrows. There are secrets under there. Yeah. Uh, four to six eyebrows. I didn't like the sisters. Something's going on. <laughs> Maybe his eyebrows are his sisters. <gasps> he's named his eyebrows. I That's what they're I... named. They're just names for the pairs of eyebrows yeah. oh he has. Oh God. It's like Sister Abigail. That's where Sister Abigail is. And Bobby Lashley's <laughs> been in the Lake of Reincarnation. This oh, is all shit. an elaborate ruse. It's all coming together. It is. We've solved it. Oh, shit. Mike, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're on a roll right now. Oh, really? And I know you pay a lot of attention to finishers. Oh, God, what did I do? What did I do? What okay. do you think about Ziggler and McIntyre's Claymore-Zigzag combo? I like it, but um, I just like them. I like Ziggler and McIntyre because they're portrayed being... They look like serious business, and they look like they're out there to fuck people up. And when they say things, they they are things about the current landscape that make sense. Right. That sound like, oh, these guys are going to come and win some matches because they're better than everybody else, and they look better than everybody else, and they look how a WWE superstar should look. And a bunch of shit that makes a ton of sense for uh, a heel tag team and guys that have been around a long time. And if they're going to get a shot, to you know, to get a push, I love it in in this sort of presentation. I like that kick a lot anyway. That Claymore, that shit yeah, looks devastating. Good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good. It's gonna crash. sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Mandy Rose picking up her first singles win. Oh boy, against mm-hmm. Becky Lynch. Lindsay, what did they do? Hey, you can wait for the Marine Six to come out before six seven before she goes anywhere. Okay, back off. You leave my Becky alone. You leave my Becky alone. You are a cruel, cruel, heartless man. I love. I love. I love Becky Lynch. I love her so much. I couldn't remember her name while I was singing. I love, I love her so much. Aww. I do. I am a fan. I'm, I'm sad I too. But we. I think we all see the writing on the wall. I don't know. I. I refuse to acknowledge it. She's in a marine movie. How has that ever gone badly for anyone? Um, mm. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I understand it. They're trying to put some meat on the bones of absolution that doesn't make sense there's no no meat on their bones that's part of the thing um and i get it and they've got the drama with Paige, and they have to do something with them to put make them feel real and authentic and a threat and i hate mandy's entrance music so it has to be something else that whole the shit was that what was it that whole entrance like the The soft focus and and the shitty music that is some shit they should have worked out in nxt she was there like a month ago they could have fucking fixed this there they could have i honestly thought it was lana's music i was like oh it's just some like weird saxophone slow jam it's just lana's music and then they've used the eva marie soft focus entrance like no go back in say hi guys behind the scenes i am a stacked blonde you love that please may i have better music yeah. and they'll do it if as i'm not i don't have a big a problem with the soft focus if they use better music i think i have the perfect song julian would you mind playing that real quick <laughs> uh, yeah, I 
give me one second. Oh, uh, you gotta be shot ready, man. No. <laughs> no. You know what? I'm abandoning the bit. I'm abandoning oh! the bit. Everybody, was. we're all out. I have bit blue balls. Just let <laughs> let the recording show. R.I.P. That I just want to. <laughs> no, the bit's not dead. Oh no, no, the bit. bit. Say goodbye. We can save the bit. The song is gone. We need a defibrillator no. to save the bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's catnip to him, man. It just it's kicks him. <laughs> Pavlovian. He can't help it. Yeah. <laughs> We need a camera here <laughs> so <laughs> bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> here comes Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. So focused. Oh, man. No, oh, that is the best, like, oh, keep it. This is the best episode ever. Couple notes for New Japan. Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada are set for the fourth match in their acclaimed series. It's two out of three falls. No time limit. But does this seem like it's Kenny's time to finally get the IWG Yes, I'm title? so excited. I think Kenny's going to win. And then I think, I'm so excited, sorry. Ibushi's going to win the um, G1. And then it's Golden Lover versus Golden Lover at Wrestle Kingdom. And I'm going to like not be okay. And I might have to go to Tokyo because like, ah, I'm so excited. It was a good pay-per-view. The whole thing was good. The whole pay-per-view was good this week. I watched it this morning and I really enjoyed it. And I'm like so excited because I want this to happen. So this is, is called storytelling. Let me ask you something. Because mm-hmm. uh, the last I checked in with New Japan stuff was WrestleMania weekend where Cody and Kenny yes. had their match. So is that story over? That's No, it's still a story. So what happened uh, this weekend was they had a five-on-five five, like OG Bullet Club versus newer oh, Bullet Club. Oh, and I saw there was lots of two-sweeting. Yes, the and then at the end they sort of all made up except Cody, and Kenny, Kenny, and Ibushi weren't part of it. But the Bucks and Marty and Hangman and everyone and like... Fale. Yes, and they, and yeah, with Fale and Thomas and everyone like mm-hmm. that was like, oh, they're all friends again, yeah. Um, but the Cody-Kenny thing isn't resolved. I feel like that's going to resolve it all in. I think that's going to happen at All In, which is September's Labor Day weekend. And when is this match with Okada and... So, Okada, um, Kenny is sooner. I can't remember the date. So soon. So soon. Put your ass to G1 is obviously all through summer. Yeah. Cody's going to fucking cost him this title. I don't know. Yeah, Mm. probably it's going to happen. I don't know if, like, New Japan will let him get involved with an Okada match. Okay. That's my only. I don't think it would. I don't think you're wrong to think it. I think that they would not let Okada be touched by American business. Interesting. Because I feel like it's more of a Ring of Honor story and of being the elite. I I concur, but that's why I was surprised that he was getting like this match was happening when that story wasn't resolved. Yeah. No, I I totally see it, and if it does, I I would be sad. Because I feel this is like 11 years of storytelling of Kenny Ibushi. And I'm like, no one gets in the way of my babies. (laughs) I need this. Last week, IWGP Intercontinental Champion Tetsuya Naito was attacked from in the crowd. And who was his attacker? Here's a clip. Son, Matt, who is this? Who is this? It's Jericho! What? It's Jericho! Oh my God, it's Chris Jericho again! Jericho is back! To shock the world in Fukuoka one more time! My God! Who's <laughs> terrible at Jim Ross is that? Isn't it, uh, isn't it, uh, oh wait, who is it? That's not Callus, is it? Who is oh, it? 
I wasn't paying attention. I was so excited and distracted by Chris Jericho's Itchy Bound for Men lipstick and Uh eyeliner combo. It was very, very fetching. Didn't he? I didn't understand why. (laughs) I don't really know. I didn't get that, but I was into it. I'm fine Mm. with it. Better that than the way you looked at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Yuck. Chris Jericho has his sights set on his 10th IC title, this time the one in Japan, so we'll not count towards his 10 all-time, but hey, another belt for him, I'm in for it. He says it's the 10th one. <laughs> yeah, of course he does. <laughs> he says a lot of things. He does. Are we into this? Yeah. I mean, he's going to have a good match. Yeah, it's going to be a great match. I don't, I keep hearing about Naito, I think I've only seen one of his matches, and I, I didn't think it, I didn't, it might have been the wrong one to start with, mm. so I'll, I look forward to this but I also might miss it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> On 205 Live, Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik from Lucha House Party. I like that name. Be Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher. What do you think about this Lucha House Party? What do you think about this Lucha House Party all the kids are talking about? <laughs> I, I was like, all right, granddad. Uh... <laughs> you know what I did? I left, I left my son Stephen alone for the weekend. I come back, I found out he had a Lucha House Party. <laughs> Masks and beer everywhere. Oh. I'm, we're we're gonna. He's not going away to camp this summer. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we're putting our feet down, both of them, both feet. I'm gonna just jump up in the air and slam my feet down together and say, <laughs> "That's it. No summer camp, Stephen. <laughs> Too bad. You can see your girlfriend Ashley in the fall. Because <laughs> we're going to New York in the fall. I got Hamilton tickets. <laughs> Are the original cast still in it? They're not. Forget it. We're not going to New York. <laughs> putting my feet down again. <laughs> Oh, that's the that's the title of this episode is putting our feet down. <laughs> Do we like Lucha House Party? Yeah. It sounds great, like it. but it also sounds like it could be nothing except a name. Yeah, that's like, the problem. Because it's 205, so it's like, what are you doing with these fine, talented fellas mm-hmm. apart from making them stand a certain pose so that we have a photo to use every week? And I'd like to think they were doing it just for us, but they're not. So mm. like, what are you going to do with them next if you're going to have a little stable but then you're not going to push any of them for belt because there's only one belt and they're not allowed to fight for any other belts. I have a question. Yeah. Is there posing involved in Lucha House Party? There is some posing well, involved. Then I'm there. Yeah. It's that's... pretty fantastic too because at one point like someone puts their foot on the other person's knee yes. and then they all fold their arms oh. and like there's some pointing I think. Ooh. It's pretty great. I'm getting like Kai and Tai vibes. Yeah. Man. yeah. It's pretty Indeed. great. Oh, okay. It's well, I'm super great. with it. The main event of the show is Mustafa Ali losing to Buddy Murphy. Who's that? Buddy Murphy is half of Blake and Murphy. Which one's Murphy? Holy shit! He's on two hundred five lines. Yeah, because he weighs two hundred and five pounds. He lost just enough weight to qualify. Wouldn't he weigh in? Definitely one hundred percent. Definitely weighs exactly two hundred (laughs) and five pounds. Wink, wink, wink. Oh my gosh! So does he have a personality? Oh, he's just kind of like a badass. He's just he's good. I was shocked as anyone because I, am... I spent some time on NXT going like, without Alexa, you guys are nothing. Please go home. Right. And now I'm like, oh, it's pretty good. So ah, what happened? What happened to the other one? No one knows. That's crazy. It's like we don't uh, ask questions and then we don't tell lies. Spoiler oh. alert: uh, Thanos snapped his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that meme so much. Lost in the snapture. <laughs> Did you see the, uh, the 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 one that they somebody made with the Raptors disappearing? <laughs> oh. oh my god it hurts yeah, so good Demar had already disappeared before game 5 absolutely no they didn't win one they got swept they got swept man Woof. I assumed you meant actual dinosaurs <laughs> like, I'm into this ah, I like Avengers and dinosaurs like, <laughs> oh. sons of bitches 
Just wait for the Iron Man Turox crossover. You're gonna be thrilled. That sounds like a Transformers thing more than an Avengers thing. <laughs> that there's suddenly dinosaurs. There are suddenly dinosaurs, Sam. <laughs> if you've got any thoughts on the week in wrestling, let us know about them at facebook.com slash group slash tightsfights and at tightsfights on Twitter and Instagram. When we come back, we'll have three things from the world of wrestling that you should know about. That's up next on Tights and Fights. How's it going, everyone? I'm Oliver Wang. And I'm Morgan Rhodes. We have a brand new show on the Maximum Fun Network that we'd love to share with you. It's called Heat Rocks. Morgan, we should probably explain what a heat rock is. It is a banger, a fire track, true fire. Right, dope album. Each episode, we will bring on a special guest to join us to talk about one of their heat rocks. It might be a musician. A writer. Maybe a scholar. I mean, I would have been happy to just talk to you about your heat rocks, but this is a different show. Yeah, I think people might enjoy hearing maybe the guests instead. To do that, you'll have to go to MaximumFun.org. So if you want to talk about hot music, you should check us out. Heat Rocks. Tyson Bites Podcast. Tyson Bites. Welcome back to Tights and Fights. I'm Hal Lovelet. I'm joined today by Michael Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. Every week we end the show by sharing some of the joy of pro wrestling with you. This is the three count. <laughs> Mike, you're up first. Well, we all know this is the only wrestling podcast, um, mm-hmm. but there are other people who pretend to have them. Yeah. And I found Ooh. one recently that's interesting. It's uh, pretty good. It's made by the same folks who make something to wrestle with, whereas something to wrestle with is deep dives into WWF history, and they've uh, attempted to do that with Tony Schiavone for uh, WCW, but. Tony Schiavone is a fucking announcer, so he doesn't have he knows uh, nothing. He doesn't have all the insight. So they started doing this show called Eighty Three Weeks, which is Conrad Thompson and Eric Bischoff, and they're discussing the eighty three weeks. Well, it's based around the eighty three weeks that Nitro was beating Raw in the rating. Oh, and, and they're unpacking like you know everything, kind of in that same format where Conrad brings up whatever was going on in the Observer at that time. And, oh shit. And Eric Bischoff answers it and gets angry at the the (laughs) dickhead douchebag journalists who weren't there that have made up a bunch of bullshit. Nice. But but he does give you real insight into, like, the booking process and the thought process and the different – what I find to be very fascinating about it so far – is how much Eric Bischoff had to deal with all these different kind of corporate forces. Right. And how that ended up shaping a lot of what happened to WCW in a way that maybe has has not been told until now. I love it. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to check it out. This podcast has not been sanctioned. The battleground was Monday nights. 80. For a campaign of 83 consecutive weeks. Three. There was a clear winner. Mesothelioma. <laughs> Three weeks. 20 years later. Mesothelioma. <laughs> this is 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff and Conrad Conrad Thompson. They really don't need our help. Like, the shit debuted at, like, number one on iTunes. Oh, yeah, sure. They, they It'd be nice if they shouted us out. I, you know what? I'm a damn Conrad. Actually, Will you? Yeah. I, he follows I, you. Uh huh. I've I have done that, and then we talked about. It. I sent him. I sent him the wrestling video I made, and he kindly thanked me for sending it. And that, oh, he's too <laughs> big now. The mortgage oh, guy's too big. Oh. But um, I'm oh, actually, I should have met him at Mania too. Hey, can you tell him to maybe get some better mics?
His mic is fine, fucking um. Yeah, Eric, no, but Eric's Eric is Eric is straight skyping into these. Oh, shows. oh no! So they had a mic and record. Have somebody yeah. like an intern. If you're a fan of those shows and you're a sound engineer, go fly to Oklahoma or wherever his ranch is and go get him a proper mic and and record him locally. Yeah, for and real. And then somebody stitch it together. You guys are making money off of these things. Lots yeah. of money. So it, Julian works at Max Fun and they pay him in high fives. You can get people <laughs> who are high quality to do this. And then if you get your home studio good enough, maybe WWE will book it to do uh, <laughs> promos for their That's co-branded pay-per-views. Yeah, they're constantly bringing their superstars in to record songs. Lindsay, what do you want to put over? I am putting over uh, my new band, Suddenly Dinosaurs. Oh. And also, (laughs) debut album will be out in the fall. Uh, And before that, because I don't want you to have to wait, I'm going to put over Ruby Riot on Up, Up, Down, Down, uh, which I don't always catch because I'm not a massive gamer, but every so often if there's someone on it who I like, I will watch it because... It's just a really nice insight into the humans behind the thing we love. And Ruby Riot and Austin Creed, uh, some say Xavier Woods, were having a lovely game of turtles of the Teenage Mutant Ninja kind. <laughs> and just a lovely chat. And it's genuinely such a fun, there's 15 minutes out of your day, they discuss being in show choir. Uh, they discuss their love of Charmed. That gets pretty deep. They both go pretty deep in how much they love Charmed. Uh, and they also perform a song from the musical episode of Always Sunny. Oh. Mm. Wow. Oh, the, the Catman cometh? Uh, the Nightman cometh. The Nightman cometh. Yes. Cometh. Do we have a clip of that, Julian? Oh, I had no clue they really put the show yeah, on. Really was it them the or did they? It was them. Shut up. I wish I could have seen it. Oh, my I God. Swear. I swear. Damon. Ah, fighter of the Nightman. Ah, champion of the sun. You're master, master of karate, karate and friendship, friendship for everyone. Damon. Damon. <laughs> God, what a, what so a good. good show. It's so, I, good. it's so great. And then at the end, they are literally like high-fiving each other. We're like, did we just become best friends? And they did. They did become best friends. So watch that beautiful thing happen. That sounds great. I swear everything holy, I will be on a bump down down at some point. I will. I, I will. I swear. I am I am also attempting to will myself there. I, this, I thought about that. I got day. nothing. But this, I, I mean, swear. This I swear. <laughs> That's also a great song. Isn't that your first single from Suddenly Dinosaurs? I swear. It's a cover of By the Sun and the Moon and the I Stars. I swear. Yeah. But it's more of an EDM version. It's your prom. (laughs) I want to. (laughs) I want to put over something from Backlash. What? Booklash. Booklash. Suck lash. (laughs) (laughs) Suck trash. I'm gonna put over something from Suck Trash. (laughs) I'm gonna put that on on the internet. (laughs) See, we do all sound like that on the internet. Here's some Infinity War spoilers without context. (laughs) 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 I'm just gonna keep until. I can't imagine I have any fans left. I can't imagine anybody is left that can stand me. Good. I guess I'm better on my own. I'll see you. Just double down on that hell. At the movies. <laughs> I want to put over Elias being Elias. I love the guy. He had the best heat of the night. And there's just something about him and his ability to work a crowd. I love it. No more conga line, okay? I don't need to see a collection of freaks out here. No more Rusev. No more New Day. This is my night and nobody's 
it's going to ruin it for me. And nobody better interrupt me again. Jojo, you know what to do, <laughs> if you please. It's poor Liza's voice is going hoarse. Oh, uh, poor thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Wait a minute. Oh, Bobby Roode. Glorious DDT. <laughs> it was rude. I mean, I didn't like that part. But it was rude. It was very rude. It, it was true to his name. But a very, uh, I thought it was a fun segment and a good way to get all those guys on the pay-per-view. But Elias in particular continues to shine in my eyes. That does it. I why. Yeah. That does it for Tyson Fight. <laughs> we are a podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. You don't even want to know about the fun we have. This week, our hosts were Mike Eagle and Lindsay Kelk. There she is. Along with me, Al Lovelace. I can't be part of this because anything I say just sounds like a really dodgy phone line that's on TV <laughs> late at night. Do you like British girls? <laughs> Lindsay's here. <laughs> Lindsay Dorado. Lindsay Dorado my, is my, here. My call girl name. And she just wants to tell you what she thought of New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope you're ready to listen. Because <laughs> that's how this works. I got nothing. Work what are you, one of those creeps? <laughs> yes, I am. Well, you're just calling to get a conversation now. This is the conversation line. Want to talk to a... Overweight oh. Jewish guy who's uh, very grating. That that is the number I pressed. Yes, <laughs> I'm here. To, uh, okay. I'm here to tell you about something I don't like that you like. <laughs> you are not gonna be happy about it. Oh, it sounds real hot. <laughs> that is someone's fetish. That really is. <laughs> I'm gonna trash Farscape right in your ear. Oh my god. <laughs> Which season? <laughs> there wasn't only one. Oh, just like that. <laughs> Gross. Oh, this is the worst. <laughs> Our producer is the black and cool Julian Burrell. Senior producer of Maximum Fun is Laura Swisher. Mike Eagles, the voice behind our theme music as well. Putting him over for that. Keep up with us all week long at Facebook.com slash I know you were going to say something. I know you were going to say something. I heard the sharp inhale. No, no. I promise. And then I was disappointed that I didn't hear anything. Because I heard the, and then nothing. I was just trying to get my breath back. Facebook.com slash group slash tights fights. You know the drill. Go to at tights fights on Twitter and on Instagram. We're there too. And Julian puts together these really cool things where it's a picture, but then there's sound. It's like a sound clip. But also a picture. Don't say what it is. Don't, don't. I know you're gonna press that button. Don't do it. No, don't it's do got it. A really good name. The Quincy. Games. All right. What so is it called? Normally they're called audiograms. But our sure. listener, my friend Quincy over at KPCC, how you doing, buddy? Uh, he suggested we call them audio slams, which I think is just that's something. Yes, Quincy. Thank you. Quincy did it. Audio slams. You can only get your audio slams on Instagram and sometimes on Facebook. Right? You put them on Facebook, too. And on Twitter. They're all over the place. And on Twitter. Look, if you just <laughs> follow us already, why aren't you? Isn't that what we're for? We're a big internet community. We love talking about wrestling. We've got varied opinions, and that's great, and we discuss them in a respectful way, and that's what it's all about. Plus, we've got audio slams. Come get some. If you love the show, remember to hit those five stars on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. We need those reviews. Tell other people why you love the show. The more we get, the closer we get to merch. Y'all want that merch. 
Thank you so much to the Maximum Fun members whose contributions help make this show possible. We just got done with the drive about a month ago, and all the people, the outpouring of support meant a lot to us, along with the uh, the people who have already been members. And those of you who weren't able to become members but still supported and shared, we appreciate you as well. Thank you so much. We'll be back next week for more, you guessed it, wrestling. Ties and Bites Podcast. Ties and Bites. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.